Hi, JJ here with The Art of Value. Well, the third quarter filings are out by some of the world's best investors. Today I'm going to look at the filings of Manish Pabrai. I found it really educational to see what some of the best investors have been buying, selling or doing nothing, as the case may be. To Manish Pabrai, there's a bit of a surprise in this quarter. He bought some Brookfield Asset Management. So this on Dataroma shows his US portfolio. He's got Micron Technology still, no change there, but he bought Brookfield Asset Management, 180,300 shares with 7,373,000. So it'd be interesting to find out why he did that. And he's also got Seritage Gross Properties, no change there, only a very small position now after selling that. So with Manish Pabre, I am going to focus on this Brookfield position because it's a new one. We see here some other investors who own it. Josh Tarasov added to it. Monish Paprai's next. Thomas Gaynor from Markel owns it. Chuck Agra. Monish talked about Chuck Agra quite a lot over the last few months. I'm just wondering if he has had something to do with his position in this. It's obvious that he really respects Chuck Agra and the way that he invests. So I'm wondering if, if that has something to do with Monish buying Brookfield. Paprai, of course, doesn't just own stocks in the US. This is more of his international portfolio, so there's a, many more stocks than just the US. He's talked about investing in Turkey quite a lot and in India too. So we've got Micron as the top position, which says here 32% of the portfolio, but there's SunTech Realty, Edelweiss Financial, which is in India, Racist, which I understand is in Turkey, Rain Industries, which I think is in India, Nice, which I think is in South Korea, down to 5%. Brookfield Asset Management is 2.62% it says, and Seritage just down to 0.01% right now. Not sure why he hasn't completely sold out of that at this point. But of course Micron Technology, which I also own, is the top position. Brookfield Asset Management is quite low down, but it's still interesting that he bought it. Not sure if he owns any more that we see here, but this is through Ticket Terminal, which shows international stock. He might own some outside of this, I don't know. But this shows more than just the US stocks and gives us a better understanding of the allocation for the portfolio. One thing I found interesting about the Brookfield position is that it's a large cap. It's $70 billion company and $260 billion enterprise value. Monish talked about owning small caps, being able to gross, gross small caps and having them compound over time. So if you get them at a small cap and they grow big, you get high multi-baggers. So it's interesting that this isn't like that, which makes me think maybe there's another reason that he's bought this rather than compounding at a high rate for a long time because how big could it get? I know he's been much more interested in owning small caps lately so it's interesting that this isn't a small cap. He's bought some big caps as well like 10 cent through process but also this is a big cap so he's been talking a lot about small caps but still buying some large caps. You can see here from the share price graph it's currently down nearly 28% from its peak so that would have been attractive to Pabrai, I think, but above its all-time low, it's 2,387%. So it is a, a compounder over time. I think Chuck Acres owned it for a very long time, and so it's compounded for him. It's been a high compounder again. I wonder if that's an influence on Pabrai, but it is already a large cap. If you're getting value out of this episode, please consider liking if you're watching on YouTube to help spread it to more people. Appreciate that. Thanks. So what does this company do? It's quite a diversified company, but basically Brookfield Asset Management owns and manages commercial property, power and infrastructure assets. Its investment focus includes real estate infrastructure, renewable power and private equity. So that's quite diversified and it's a big company.
This is also important. It says Brookfield has the greatest amount of assets in real estate and generates the most revenue through private equity. Located around the world, its assets are concentrated in the US, Canada, Brazil and Australia. So the big question again is why has Papri bought this company? It's a large cap. He's been talking about buying small caps that are multi-baggers over time, high compounders. So why has he bought this big diversified large cap? Watch the most recent video of J Money, Justin over at J Money, and he was going through the company presentation, which is apparently about 400 pages. I haven't looked at it. This is the first I've ever seen of anything to do with this company, really. And he came across this slide, which indicates the company may be broken up, divided into two. The company itself says that they are looking to achieve 26% KGAR compounding over time over the next few years. He thinks that this could be a reason that Pabro bought this company, and I agree if that's the case, because there's precedent for this. He bought Fiat Chrysler a few years ago, which had Ferrari inside of it, and that was a spin-off, and there was extra value created by spinning off the company. So I'm wondering if he sees something in this company that there could be a big appreciation of value, value realized from dividing up this company. I don't know if that's the case, but it's interesting to think Justin is going to dive into it. So definitely watch his video. It's interesting that he came up with that. Thanks for that, Justin. I just don't know. I think it's a plausible reason seeing he's been talking about mostly small cap companies that compound a lot. This is something that is not along those lines unless he thinks it's a large cap that will compound 10x or more over the coming years. I did do a quick search on this and on Forbes I find Brookfield Asset Management considering separation of asset management business. Here we find something that the company said about it publicly. On February 10th 2022 Brookfield Asset Management's CEO Bruce Flatt in a letter to shareholders following the 4Q21 announcement revealed the company is considering options including spinning off its asset management business into a separate public company. So I'm wondering if uh, Monish has been thinking about this since February since they announced this. Post separation the asset management division will be a pure play alternative investment firm that would generate revenues through the collection of management fees from institutional investors. On the other hand, BAM will focus on growing its newly launched reinsurance and investment operations through $50 billion net in debt directly owned assets across real estate infrastructure, renewable energy, credit and private equity. So splitting the companies off into two. I'm wondering if that idea is to realize a lot more value by doing that. And further to that, during the 4Q21 conference call, the management clarified that if they pursue separation, it will be independent security and a listed company, not a tracking stock. However, the parent company would continue to own a part of the separated entity, initially distribute a quarter or a third part of the business to its shareholders. If you think you've got value out of this episode, please consider subscribing on YouTube or in your favorite podcast app. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching or listening.